0: You're listening to the Drumming News Network, drummingnewsnetwork.com.
1: Hello and welcome to the Drumming News Network podcast. Number five, I'm your host, Paul DeRog Rodney, and in this episode, we cover the most popular news posted from July 25th through August 6th. Please make sure to visit the stories posted in this episode by searching our website or by following the links in our show notes, and make sure to visit the Drumming News Network daily to keep up on all the drumming news. So with that, let's get started. Our first story, we're going to quickly talk about a drum set tour by Ricky Rocket of his drum set. Uh, right now, he's part of the stadium tour with Motley Crue and Def Leppard and Joan Jett and Poison, of course. Tearing it up, they're having a great tour this year. I think it's going to be a very successful tour at the end of this. I heard there's like a daily um, audience of 37,000 people on average per show, so that's pretty exciting. But in this episode, he gives an in-depth tour of his drum set and... Please check it out. It's kind of cool. Make sure to go to the website to check it out. And also follow him on his video blog, The Poison Drummer. And that's available on YouTube. It's really cool. Uh, He's only done five vlogs so far, but it's it's fun to see what he's up to. And the interesting thing about this, you can go back in the history of his video blog and see when he received the drum kit. He talks about ordering it, who did some of the artwork, and uh, his initial unboxing of it. Uh, which is really cool. So make sure to check out that story, and here's a sample of the video.
0: Hey guys, Ricky Rocket with Poison here, and I'm gonna do something that I've wanted to do for a while, and that's go over all my gear on tour live on the Stadium 2022 tour. We're not at the stadium today, we're actually doing a headlining show, so it gives me just a second to talk about everything. So my drums, or drum workshop, these are almond wood, and I'm gonna list the sizes down below in the description. This is a 24-inch kick, which is something that's a little bit different for me this year because typically I do a 22. I did do a 23, which uh, I know is an oddball, uh, but actually it's a pretty cool compromise between 22 and 24. But I just wanted to go 24 this year. a custom paint It's done by a guy named uh, Craig Frazier and DW. It's all DW 9000 hardware. The symbols are all Sabian symbols. The entire set, with the exception of my splash and my china, are all Paragon. That was the ones that Neil Peart did uh, on before his untimely death, obviously.
1: We are now seeing the return of Drumcraft. To the regret of many, the Drumcraft brand disappeared from the market a few years ago. In 2008, Drumcraft was presented for the first time at the Music Messe in Frankfurt. Since its market launch, the Drum brand has been the talk of the town and, thanks to its good price-performance ratio, has enjoyed rapidly growing popularity. The Top of the Line Series 8 received the Red Dot Design Award in 2010. A few years later, in the mid-2010s, the then-brand owner, Giwa Music, decided to continue Drumcraft exclusively on the Asian market. There are three series currently in their portfolio, Series 3, 4, and 6. The driving force behind the relaunch of Drumcraft is due to Musikhas Thoman. The focus is once again on high quality and a style that is rooted in German engineering and design. Europe's largest music store now offers three series of Drumcraft drums, Series 3, Series 4, and the flagship Series 6. Two series of hardware also is offered, the Series 6 and Series 4. With Series 3, Drumcraft offers beginners and advanced players with a ready-to-play five-piece kit. According to the manufacturer, the 7-ply poplar shell with a 45-degree edge and a 6.8-millimeter wall thickness should offer a precise and full tone. With the classic Drumcraft brackets and hardware ensuring reliability and robustness, Series 4. Drumcraft's middle class is characterized by the following features. The shell construction is mahogany poplar hybrid shell, seven ply construction, three plies of poplar on the inside, sandwiched between two outer plies of mahogany. Wall thickness is 5.6 millimeters with a 45 degree bearing edge. You can select a number of different finishes like Sherwood Green Fade, Platinum Sparkle Burst, Cream Mocha Burst, and Bright Arabica Fade. The flagship series is intended to offer the ambitious drummer a kit with a distinctive and intense rich tone and pronounced attack. The shell material is a walnut-maple hybrid, a ply with a 6.4mm wall thickness and a 45-degree bearing edge. Four finishes can be selected. Satin black, satin natural, Scottish white burst, and black to purple fade. The brand promise. It is said that Drumcraft drums should inspire their players every time they sit behind them whether for fun in the rehearsal room or with a performance in front of 10,000 people. Make sure to check them out by going to drumcraft.com. Mapex partners with Lesson Squad. Mapex is proud to partner with Lesson Squad, which is an amazing platform that gives new levels of access to insight from top artists, from all kinds of genres and instruments. You have a chance to take in-person or online lessons as well as see what gear your favorite artist is using. Current drum and percussion teachers include Thomas Lang, Giovanni Hidalgo, Kareen Thompson, Jan Hunter Jr., Rich Redmond, and Kurt Biscara. Evans released their EQ Pods dampener gels. They are constructed with a resilient Teflon coating to stand the test of time and keep their adhesion, shape, and stability in any playing situation. EQ pods are the ultimate solution for overtone and resonance control. Designed for experimentation, you can apply and remove without surrendering grip, shape, or effectiveness. Minel is pleased to introduce four new smack stacks to their assortment. Two smack stacks are available in their Bizance Vintage, and two more smack stacks are available in their HCS series. The Bison's vintage smack stack features 3B20 bronze disc-shaped cymbals to create a distinctive sound effect. The stack can be manipulated by adjusting the tension of the cymbal stand's wing nut. Increased tension produces a crisp attack and short decay ideal for quick accents, while loose settings yield a longer sustain. They work well when paired with a snare drum for enhanced backbeats or an alternative to your snare altogether. This smack stack is offered in a 10, 12, and 14 inch cymbal offering. The Bizan Vintage SmackStack add-on pack is comprised of two B20 bronze discs that you can use to expand your SmackStack. This pack features both an 8-inch disc for high end and a 16-inch disc for a lower timber. Add to your existing SmackStack and use all five discs for more volume and a fuller sound. You can also mix and match discs to find the sound that suits you best. The three-piece HCS 10, 12, and 14-inch SmackStack features three disc shapes to create a distinctive sound effect. And there is also a five-piece HCS 8, 10, 12, 14, and 16-inch smack stack to help even further your distinctive sound. On the post on our website, the link's, of course, in the show notes, the link will take you to our website where you can view the videos and hear a sound sample of all the cymbals. What I'm going to do now is play their promotional video that introduces the vinyl smack stacks. Pearl releases the Drum Key Flip Mute. Pearl's dual-purpose Drum Key Flip Mute is designed to place two vital components, tuning and dampening, within arm's reach. Its chrome-plated drum key combines with a durable grain leather strap that allows for an effective drum head mute. The key rests comfortably on any tension rod while the mute is ready to be flipped at any time. To add more nuanced muffling, you can add a coin to the leather pouch. And here's a sample of how the Pearl Flip Mute key uh, will impact your sound. So first, you'll hear it with the muted tone, and then you'll hear it without the Flip Key Mute, and then once again with the mute. Check this out. DPA Microphones released the new DPA-4055 bass drum mic. Unlike many other kick drum mics, this new addition to the DPA portfolio is a robust microphone solution that is not tailored to a specific sound. According to the manufacturer DPA, the DPA 4055 is designed in such a way that it withstands the stress of everyday life on stage and works just as well in the studio. It was specially developed for kick drum applications and offers the well-known sound of the Danish manufacturer, which stands for the real, clear sound of the instrument. The microphone also features a flat, frequency response, both on and off axis, which is said to result in a very tight, natural, and well-defined sound. According to DPA, the low end is more powerful and should really bring out the beater sound whereby the strength of this microphone lies in the fact that it is easier than before to thin out the mid-range. This new kick drum mic, DPA's first, has the same characteristics of all of the Danish cardioid mics, a smooth on-axis frequency response, and a very controlled linear off-axis response. Thanks to their linear progression, according to DPA, the sound of the 4055 can be adapted and optimized for each genre. Well, you can check it out for yourself by going to our website, following the link in our show notes to the story, and view um, a number of the promotional videos that show the sound of the mic and kind of a promo video of the company. So make sure to check those out. There's a new Charlie Watts biography releasing in October, Charlie's Good Night, the authorized biography of Charlie Watts. HarperCollins Publishing has set the October 11th release date for a fully authorized and official biography of Charlie Watts, one of the world's most revered and celebrated musicians of the last half century. Charlie's Good Night, the authorized biography of Charlie Watts, includes forewords from Charlie's bandmates Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, and a prelude from the Rolling Stones' former manager-producer Andrew Loon Oldham. The book was penned by Paul Sexton, journalist and broadcaster who has followed and interviewed the Rolling Stones for 30 years. The book will include new interviews with Jagger, Richards, and Ronnie Wood, as well as countless family members, friends, and collaborators. Sexton said, One of Charlie's good friends said to me that he was a very easy man to love. Having had the pleasure of his company on so many occasions over the course of more than a quarter century, that's a sentiment I echo wholeheartedly. To be able, with the help and encouragement of those who knew him best, to draw in my time with this unique man and his fellow Rolling Stones to write his authorized biography is a thrill and an honor. In particular, I can't say thank you enough to Charles' family, who he loves so much, for their warm support and endorsement. So if you're a fan of Charlie Watts or The Stones, make sure to check out this book coming out October 11th. Tama releases limited Star Classic Walnut Birch with Tamo Ash Outer Ply and Smoke Black Nickel Hardware. Tama is proud to unveil a beautiful new Star Classic Walnut Birch kit featuring a compelling light charcoal finish over a Tamo Ash Outer Ply. This finish provides a fantastic complement to the texture of the wood grain, creating an intricate intertwining cascade for a unique visual effect. The design is capped off with Antique Brush Black Nickel Shell Hardware bringing one last stunning high-end element to this exciting new kit. This design will only be available in very limited quantities and should be highly sought after for its rare visual characteristics. The kit configuration is a 16 by 22 bass drum with tom holder base, a 10 by 8 tom, 12 by 9 tom, 14 by 12 tom, and 16 by 14 inch floor tom, and there's an add-on snare you can get to match the finish as well. The shells for the Tom Toms and Floor Toms are a six millimeter four ply birch plus two inner ply American Black Walnut plus one outer ply Tamo Ash. The bass drum shell is an eight millimeter five ply birch plus two inner plies of American Black Walnut and one outer ply of Tamo Ash. This is a beautiful looking set. And if you're looking for a very unique statement plus an incredibly quality drum set, make sure to check these out. Anthony Fung's third album, What Does It Mean to Be Free, has just been released. With the release of his third album, What Does It Mean to Be Free, the adventurous drummer-composer Anthony Fung brings uncertainty into clarity with a striking set of colorful songs and a band of LA's most celebrated creative voices. Joined by close musical friend David Binney, Braxton Cook, Andrew Renfro, Marcel Camargo, And other formidable young talents, Fung delivers a set of eight originals and one cleverly arranged Wayne Shorter composition, spanning a variety of groove worlds while capturing the joys and the pains of our peculiar moment in history. What Does It Mean to Be Free was independently released on May 6th of this year. Fung, born and raised in Canada, has lived out a star studded early career since he moved to the United States. He spent several years in Boston training at Berklee College of Music's prestigious Global Jazz Institute under the mentorship of piano icon Danilio Perez. He then relocated to California to deepen his musical studies at the Thelonious Monk Institute of Jazz Performance, this time under the mentorship of Herbie Hancock. These institutions impressed upon their young artists the importance of representing not just jazz music, but the unique rhythm, harmonic, and melodic flavors from musical cultures all over the world. And here's a sample of his song Roots, that features David Binney. Here's a cool video if you're a fan of Pantera or Vinnie Paul. There is a video out there called Unboxing Vinnie Paul's Pantera Snare Drum Collection and Prototype Pearl Snare. We reported a number of months ago that there was a Vinnie Paul auction going on for all of his instruments and his belongings. And the studio in the UK purchased the snare collection. I won't go into depth or give you a sample of the video. I do encourage you to check it out. But what's really cool about this is that they have the Pearl 8x14-inch snakeskin Uh, snare drum that he released in his Mini Paul signature model in two different finishes and I guess the the finish that was not released the prototype finish that we show on the the website there's only one of these snares made and that's the snare right there it's just kind of cool I like the snare drum because it's a very light snare drum but it's actually one of the best 8 by 14 inch snare drums I've ever played I have a pretty broad snare collection and this one has always stood out when I when I play it live so make sure to check out this video by following the link in our show notes. Alright, there is an album review of Bill Bruford's Making a Song and Dance. Jason M. Rubin of Views offers his review of Bill Bruford's Making a Song and Dance. Making a Song and Dance is the most recent offering, which is a 6-CD box set highlighting the considerable career and achievements of the legendary drummer Bill Bruford. It's kind of a long review, but it's worthwhile to read, especially if you're a fan of Bill Bruford's. And also, again, remember, on our website, we have the play button that will read the article to you. So if you're busy, just hit the play button and have it read to you. It'll take 7 minutes and 41 seconds. All right. I always love these. This story is the top 10 richest drummers in the world. I'll just kind of give you the highlights, but you got to check this, this story out. It kind of gives you an overview of all the drummers their net worth. And again, I don't know if this is the exact net worth, but it's very close. So it starts off with number 11, which I don't know why he's number 11, but whatever. Travis Baker at $50 million. His associated acts are Blink-182. Chad Smith is worth $90 million. Pulling in at number 10. Of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Chicken Foot, and Chad Smith's Bombastic Meat Bats. Joy Kramer at number 9 is worth you guessed it, $100 million. And his associate act is, of course, Aerosmith. But I wonder how much of that $100 million is from his coffee sales. Has anybody ever had his coffee? If you have had his coffee, send me a message. I'd like to find out if the coffee is any good or not. And even if he's still selling it, I think he is. Pulling in at number eight is Roger Taylor, worth $200 million. Of course, known for Queen. All right, this one's impressive. Number seven, Don Henley. $250 million, and his associated bands are, of course, the Eagles. And interestingly, which I didn't know about, which I should have known, but it's the Bee Gees. I don't know exactly what he did with them, and I don't know. I admit it. I don't know. Tied at $250 million at number six is Charlie Watts, of course, of the Rolling Stones. Number five is Phil Collins at $300 million. Of course, he played with Genesis, Brand X, and the Phil Collins Big Band, Number four is, like, everywhere. And I kind of thought that he'd be worth a little bit more money than this. It doesn't say anything about him, of course. You know, he's he's fantastic. But I was shocked. Number four is Dave Grohl at $320 million. Known, of course, of Nirvana, Foo Fighters, Queen of the Stone Age, plus many other bands I, I can't go into right now because the list is exceptionally long. He's a very incredibly talented individual who could not only play most every instrument and engineer... But is a great drummer too. Number three is Larry Mullen Jr. of U2 at $350 million. Not a bad haul. Number two, Lars Ulrich, tied at $350 million of Metallica. Now, here's what's really interesting. I remember when Metallica came out and they had like no, they didn't have any money. And to see where they're at now is just mesmerizing. So good on him. Fantastic job while wow, I was number two. Now, I'm sure number one is not going to be at all a bit of a surprise, but here we go Ringo Starr, 350 million, as well as a triple tie. Of course, the Beatles, Ringo Starr's All Star Band, and the Plastic Ono Band, plus many, many more. Plus, being a movie star, an author, an artist, and many other things. Just a legend in his own time. And uh, an inspiration for so many drummers today. So Ring of Star, number one, $350 million. And our final story for today is Egypt's drummers beat away a bad rap of tabla tunes. The Jordan Times reports that many Egyptians associate the tabla drum with belly dancers and seedy nightclubs, but despite its image problem, percussionists are giving the ancient instrument a new lease of life. And it is often women who are now playing the goblet-shaped traditional drum, an early version of which has been found in the ancient temple of the goddess Hathor in Cuna, southern Egypt. The beat of the tabla is ubiquitous, animating every Egyptian wedding, concert, and impromptu dance party. And yet professional tabla players have been associated with nightclubs where they accompany the undulations of belly dancers, looked down on as figures of ill repute by many Egyptians. The public's image of the tabla is very negative, said music expert Ahmed El Magarbi. People associate it with the lack of morals. This is something that newcomers want to change. There's a new trend now, solo tabla concerts, said musician Mustafa Bakar, who struggled with his own family's disapproval of his decision to become a tabla player and teacher. The 1984 hit movie El Rezesca Wal Tabla, the dancer and the tablet player, told the story of a percussionist whose career grinds to a halt after leaving his belly dancer partner to strike out on his own. Bakar, 30, who ties his dreadlocks back with a white bandana, said he also organizes improvised drum playing circles for amateurs. I pass out the tablets to people around me, and we play music in unison. It's kind of group therapy claimed neurologist Christine Jacob, a regular at Bakar's drawing sessions, I saw how the tabla can make people happy, so now I use it as music therapy with my patients, she said. By practicing percussion together, we heighten our attention span, she explains, because the tabla allows people to express themselves without speaking. Most professional tabla players have been men, but now more and more Egyptian women are taking up the ancient instrument, either professionally or as a hobby. In 2016, Tabla players Rania Omar and Andonia Sami went viral on social media with a video that attracted a fair share of online hecklers, but also an outpouring of support. Encouraged, the duo went on to become the first all women Tabla band in Egypt. In 2019, 33 year old Soha Mohammed joined them to create Tabla El Sit, the woman's Tabla, to give all women a chance to sing freely and play the Tabla. Mohammed has since been traveling with eight other percussionists across Egypt, treating audiences to new takes on traditional classics. At a recent Cairo show under the bridge on the Niles Banks, 500 people gathered at the Sa'i culture wheel, singing and clapping along as Tablet El Sit played folk favorites. For band member Regina Nadar, who at 21 has spent 12 years playing the instrument, it was a long and difficult road to becoming a full-time percussionist. We upset men because we're competition and audiences love us. There are obstacles, but that won't stop us from continuing to break the rules. Make sure to check out the story in full on our website. And with that, this concludes our episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you have any suggestions, ideas, or feedback, email us at feedback at drummingnewsnetwork.com. Please make sure to check back to our website daily to keep up with all the drumming news. Please like us and follow us on social media. And please spread the word about Drumming News Network to everybody you know. And again, thank you so much for your time. Have a fantastic week. And keep on drumming.
0: This has been a production of the Drumming News Network. All rights reserved. All media is owned by the respective parties. This episode cannot be distributed or copied in any form. Please visit drummingnewsnetwork.com daily to keep up on all the latest drumming news.
1: Copyright 2022.